This is Rabbi Kalman Akiva Kovacs. We are continuing in the Mishnah Yomi for Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And we are in the second parak of Kilayim and the ninth Mishnah. Harotze lasot sadehu karahat mikol min. Someone who wants to make his field into patches, patches with individual species, different squares with different species in them. Now, this word karachat should sound familiar from Parshat Tazria. In Aliyah Shlishi, the third Aliyah of Tazria, it actually has a posuk about karachat ve'ish ki yamaret rosho kireachu tahorhu, discussing the itzarat. Um, if his hair falls out on the back of his head, that's called karachat, towards the back of the head, he doesn't have the hairs there that would be a, a, a simon of being tame from the tzarat. So he's tahor because he has this uh, karachat, he has this bald spot. On the front of the head, it's called a gabachat. So just like the Eskimo have many words for snow, we have different words for baldness at the front of the head and at the back of the head. So Ashrei knew that we were zoche to that. So this karachat, it can mean a bald patch, but here it means a patch of a, a various species. He wants to subdivide his field into smaller plots and put different species in each place. So what does he have to do? Ose eslim v'arba karachot. He makes 24 patches, lebet seah, and a bet seah. Now remember, a bet seah is the amount of land that you use a seah of grain seeds to plant. And the seah was six kav. Mikarachat levet rova, and each karachat is a rova, is one fourth of a kav. So he's planting six kav total, and that would be measured by wheat seeds or grain seeds, and each square is a rova hakav. So he's having 24 squares, sort of a, a six by four arrangement, we're assuming, and each square is about 10 amot by 10 amot. Zorea betocha. He can put any species he wants in each square. Haita karachat achatoshtaim. If he has one or two squares, zoram chardo. He can he can plant mustard in only one or two squares. Shalosh lo yizrayim chardo. But three squares don't do mustard. Mipnei shehi nirit kiste chardo. It looks like a field of mustard. Remember, mustard is a spice, so you don't plant a whole seya of it. Just three out of Three twenty-fourths of a seah, or one-eighth of a seah, of chardel is considered a field of mustard, and then if you're planting other crops next to it, that would already look like kilayim. Divrei Rebbe Meir. This whole opinion is Rebbe Meir only, who says that subdividing a field into squares, into 24 squares, each one is a rova size, you could plant 24 different species there as long as you don't have too much mustard. You have 24 of other things as long as only one or two, one, one mustard square. But the sages disagree with Rabbi Meir. They say, They say nine squares would be mutter, eser, asura, but never ten. So what's going on is they say you have to have an empty square between each square, whether that's from the top, the bottom, or the sides. So instead of dividing into 24 different squares, they only divide into 28. They divide actually into 25 squares. They have a 5 by 5 arrangement. And the top row 
you're going to have a planted square, an empty square, a planted square, empty square, planted square. Now the second row underneath is going to be totally empty because you can't have adjacent planted squares of different species. So it's going to come out, you'll have a 5 by 5 matrix, and all of the corners are planted, and all of the middle uh, squares are planted, and then the middle of the middle row is planted. So you have sort of this like tic-tac-toe board, but with spaces in between each tic-tac-toe game square. According to the Chachamah, you need this gap between your karachot. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, now he says something much more um, stringent, a bigger chumrah here, even if you have a bit core, which is 30 bet seya, so it's huge, it's 30 times the bet seya field we're talking about, you can only make one karachat, one patch, one species can be planted in your field. So he seems to say that your whole field is one unit and should never be subdivided. It's interesting, the Rav here, the, the Mefarish, the Bart Norris says, uh, he says his really reasoning was not explained why he's so machmer. So since the Bart Norris doesn't explain it, I won't try. So we'll go on to good. Anything inside the rova. Now we're back to the Chachamim, who say you can plant these rova squares. You can have 25 squares, but you have to leave the gap. So really you're planting nine squares in the corners and in the middles. That counts towards the Beit Rova. So if you have something else taking up space, that counts towards the amount of a species you can plant in that karahat, in that patch. For example, achilat hagefen, the eating of the vine. Now, this doesn't mean the vine is is eating things. This is not like a man-eating, uh, you know, a giant Venus flytrap that eats people. It means it takes up space to work the vine. You need room to plow under, to make ditches for watering, to harvest the grapes, to trim the vines. You need to get a guy. You need the space for a man to go in there and take care of the grapevine. That's achilat hagefen, hakever. If there's a grave there. Uh, then that takes up space, and you can't plant there. You can't plant on the grave, obviously. A cella or a rock. Now, this is a rock that's not very big. We learned uh, uh, in this parak that a rock that's very wide and very tall counts as a mechitza, as a fence, and you could plant one species on one side of the rock and a totally different species right on the other side. So these are olin bemidat petrova. These take up the space. So he has these nine squares he can plant, according to the chachamim, but if one of them has a rock on it, that doesn't buy you extra space to plant. You don't get to plant the whole base rova because this rock is taking up some space. Tfua v'tfua, if you're planting one grain in another field of grain, beit rova. So you need a gap, a separation that's a rova. It's about 10 amots. We mentioned yarak biyarak. If you're planting one vegetable in another area of vegetables, shisha tfachim. You can separate them by only six tfachim, which is much less than the 10 amos-ish of a base rova. If you're planting grains next to vegetables, not literally inside vegetables, but next to them, base uh, rova. You need a beit rova, again, ten amot in between to make a good separation. He has a different opinion. This, this is a different Rebbe Lezer. This is Rebbe Lezer Godel, not the one who was very machmer in the last Mishnah, but he says planting vegetables in a grain field, you can only separate, you only have to separate six tfachim, you don't need a larger separation. Obviously, you couldn't plant them, you couldn't make a bald patch in the middle of the grains and plant the vegetable there. The first says that 
that you can't surround it with the other species. This would be sort of on the edge of this, on the edge of the grain fields or vegetable fields. You want to sow something else, so this is the gap that's necessary to do this. Shkayach Rabotai Shavuotov.